Hey everyone, welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. This is Bernie Burke. Gus Sorolla. Hi, I'm Jack. That's what happens when you mix alcohol and podcasting. Hey, how's everyone doing? <laughs> welcome to the German version. <laughs> I think Kraftwerk may have done our, uh, our <laughs> podcast theme song this week. We are podcast. I like the uh, small little creature there laughing. It sells it without it. That was the hamster dance the answer, right? What sells it for I sure. I think so. Uh, as always, I guess I haven't said this in a while. I should plug. If uh, you would like to submit a theme song to us, you can send it to podcast at roosterteeth.com. Make eight, sure it has a little laugh. Yeah, eight months later, you might hear it. <laughs> We're only uh, seven months behind right now. Oh, okay. We're almost into the year 2010 submissions. Man, I'm almost caught up on my AWU numbers. Like, I think I just released 18 this week, and uh, I think I have 22 done. Yeah, so. you better get a few more yeah, done. I'm running a little low. I need more famous people to do numbers for me. Well, luckily, as luck would have it, Joel Heyman of Red vs. Blue hey, Joel is Man. sitting right next to you. I was trying to sell Jack on the idea of just having, like, a famous person just say, like, 20, you know, and then, like, the rest of you could use that for all the 20s or 30 and then apply <laughs> different people. You have 31, 32, right? But you still, that'll just make an extra person. You still need, an, you know, you need the twenty. But it would be, it'd be interesting, right? I it'd guess be so interesting. See, you're you're break, an idea guy, Joel. Break it down by syllables. That'd be confusing, probably. Or you could just overdub a famous person, like it, just take the phone, like the sounds from them, and like dialogue in their movies or exactly. whatever. Exactly. It's just it, about is creating as many cuts as humanly yeah. possible, which just, equals just more work. Get a photo of Gary Busey, and then <laughs> I'm sure you can piece together dialogue of him saying whatever number you there, need. There was a YouTube video where it was like a counting video from one to a hundred using movie lines. Man, thanks. That's gonna be a bitch to find on YouTube. <laughs> a bitch uh, hard to find anywhere for the fucking you, link. You could, that's bound to be easy to find though. Like you just search the right key terms or keywords. Oh, really? Oh, I just have to search the right key terms. Thanks. You can always... <laughs> fucking encyclopedia of knowledge back here. You can always tell the Brown. dude on the podcast, the dude who has to the edit bod- it on the podcast. That's a secret podcast We're I'm doing on my how own. To, how, to, how to work out. The Rooster the, Teeth the podcast. <laughs> Blast those quads. You can, always, <laughs> you can always tell the dude who has to cut this thing together because we just had like a catastrophic error. <laughs> and we like lost all this great stuff how come i don't see me on talking on the waveform I'm, is that just your waveform yeah that's just mine guess only has his waveform yeah. showing the rest of ours is minimized yeah, look, I'll, I'll show but you we, we had this catastrophic talking. error i feel like i can't oh, talk I can't, now unless there's yours. a waveform associated we had this catastrophic error and guys was like oh we had this catastrophic error we have to go back and it's like we lost all this all this fantastic this stuff that you'll never get to hear but he went back to the queue Knew what he was talking about and immediately just went right back into it. <laughs> in the same and, tone of voice. In the same that. tone of voice. So it's just going to be seamless. Whereas, except uh, now except for not going to be. <laughs> no, I, I, I undermined it all. <laughs> I, I, I said something I shouldn't say and that didn't get captured. This is awesome. We were talking no, about man, we were talking about the the Halo Bungie Day video. We, we were commenting today. Well, is, July 7th, which we, is Bungie Day. And yes. which is a great video. And, is seven, like, seven. and I, I commented about how I was a little bit uncomfortable making certain references to the video and the game reached because I'm, I'm, I'm uncertain. I don't want to give up anything right. that shouldn't be given up. There's a lot of stuff in there. Which almost as if on cue, Jack then gave up something <laughs> yeah, that wasn't like, like, not, to he, just, he just like dropped the bomb, like the big one. He it was like, oh yeah, there. like it, it revealed the blank. He hit that right? hole like Emmett And Smith. I was like, great, that's the... <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. Can, can, you, can you prove any of this? Do you have this record? Oh wait, you don't have this recorded. I, so probably, no, have a fuck, cool. I probably have a scratch file, asshole. Yeah, I will look for it. <laughs> It's gonna dig. I will. I will dig. find it. I will rearrange some right. ones and zeros to get that shit back. Well, we we should talk about what we what is in that okay. video. We should explain. Okay, July seventh is, is Bungie Day. Yeah, that's why we didn't put out a video. Bungie this week. Day is a celebration of all things Bungie, and you know the greatest game developer in the world. 
Absolutely. And uh, to celebrate, they uh, they invited us up, and we made a, a video sh- showing, I guess, the reveal of Blood Gulch in Halo Reach. Yay, Blood Gulch. Sweet memories. And that's the video that we released this week in place of uh, yeah. in place of uh, a regular PSA. But not only was it just Blood Gulch, it was a few other things they hadn't shown yet. Like, they showed the Falcon, which is the new plane mm-hmm. or transport the, uh, device. The pilot of the Falcon was voiced by uh, Brian Gerard. Yeah. He did a sketch factor. Of really good job. Sketch. Yeah. He was really funny. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was showed, showed the Falcon, it showed the, the hologram Simmons. Hologram. Uh, or, as you said, the holo- you read, the Halogram. Halogram. Found that on, on Bungie.net. Uh, the, let's see what else was in there. The, the Rocket Warthog. Oh, yeah, the Rocket Warthog. Looks very, very cool. Yeah, that's gonna, that's awesome. Rocket and Warthog. other stuff we're not gonna talk about. So, uh, does this mean every, everything from now on is gonna be in Halo Reach? Huh? Huh? What does that mean? All, does all it the, mean everything? The, no, my the, taco at from Taco Bell is not gonna be in Halo Reach. All the red versus blue stuff, jackass. Oh, red that's, that's gonna be the, that's gonna be the question. Apparently, apparently ask. there are Spartans in in Reach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm most excited about? Blood Gulch coming back. Uh, I will get a deluge of emails again with Gulch misspelled with a T inserted in it. I'd, I'd kind of forgotten that joy people spelling Gulch G U L T C H, and I'll be reminded of it all over again. That's a good. That's a good point. There's yeah. a lot, a lot of great misspellings that we see in email, and I think Gulch is one of my favorites. <laughs> I can't I haven't really got to I mean I, I didn't go on the trip so I didn't get to sit down and really look at the map and uh, but man I want to oh, yeah we uh, uh, you know none of us actually <laughs> I worked on the video well, it was, I, I, I saw it though congratulations you and everyone on the internet saw the <laughs> no, video jackass you, the you, no, no one else who saw the videos on the podcast I, I was jumping ahead I thought you were talking about the map I actually got to see it with Bernie no, and Jeff I, None of us who are here on the podcast actually worked on the video. Uh, Bernie and Jeff got invited up to uh, to Bungie to work on that, and uh, unfortunately, Jeff's out of the office, and Bernie's down at a meeting for the new building right now. I was really hoping we'd get him in here uh, to talk about the creation a bit. Yeah, but that would have been that would have been good. Maybe we should have invited someone else who's seen the video. I'm sure we can find someone at the coffee shop <laughs> next door. Ask anyone if they have you seen the Bungie video. You want to come on the podcast? There's bound to be someone. Right? <laughs> they've got, they've got laptops over there. Hey, hey, Gus. What's up? Uh, our our uh, prediction was wrong yesterday. Yeah, we did that uh, achievement hunter video. What was that? It was the Netherlands Uruguay game. Yeah, Netherlands Uruguay. We had Uruguay Uruguay winning, but we also had players on Uruguay who were uh, already out. Yeah, Suarez should not have been in that game, which yeah. is a huge mistake. I did the the online update for that game to like make sure the rosters were current. And I guess it didn't take Suarez out. Yeah. I didn't double check. So, like, do you think that everything that is in FIFA soccer is is in that game? Like, in other words, do you have situations where you can just take a – do you have, like, a flop button? You can, like, push a button and your dude goes, oh, there should, oh he there, falls, oh, I'm injured, there, oh, there why? Sh- there should be a flop button, I think. There should be a flop. And also, are there, like, like, like someone scores a goal and then the ref walks up and goes, no, I'm sorry. No, well, actually, no it wasn't a goal. Doesn't count. That's not – seems like no. that probably needs to be in the game. I, I'm just – God, I just – I have so much personal angst. Against like sports miscalls like that, where <laughs> especially when we have the technology, I just I yeah. don't under I still have not heard one legitimate argument. I, I like the people. Say, how, I, I like the people who say like, "Oh, you can't add instant replay into soccer because you know all the, all these you know smaller soccer fields. You can't have instant replay there." It's like this is FIFA. This is the World Cup. You can make exceptions for the the most premier games ever or of the of the past four years. Right. It's like why why not have instant replay there? Why not? Why not have a goal line judge mm-hmm. who just sits there, and looks the, like, does, like in hockey? It doesn't make any sense to me. They uh, ever since the, uh, you know, with all the controversy this time around, FIFA said they're going to re-review their policy about uh, having like 
goal line tracking technology, like putting a chip in the ball to be able to tell when it does cross the line or when it doesn't. Yeah. Which seems like Absolutely. a no-brainer, right? I mean, let's use all this stuff. I don't understand why we can't use technology, and it just it doesn't make there, any there sense. Have, there have got to be ways that you could do it without slowing the game down. Like, it, someone I, scores a goal, you know, and there's always like a, a two-minute celebration after that. Yeah. You can take that two minutes when everyone's celebrating to like quick look, look at the footage, be like, did that count? Did that not count? Yeah, and I mean, I don't really understand. I it mean, does it slow it, the game down? Th- yeah, does it take that? I mean, even if it does slow the game down, is it that much? I mean, is it, is it really that well, hard to look? I mean, I don't. I, I have some beef too. I say if a player gets taken off the field on a stretcher and then pops back up and starts running around, immediate red card. They can't play the next <laughs> game. Like that's that's ridiculous. Like that, that hasn't been that bad this year. It happened, I, it I, happened I, in the Ghana game. I, well, where they literally that the guy fell down on his own, and then they carted him off, and it was like he just jumped off and walked away. I, I I can understand how there's you know I don't know injury. I don't know. I don't no, know. That, that happened actually in my uh, Spain Germany simulation. Oh really? <laughs> Someone got injured, got carted off the field, then immediately came back on the game. <laughs> You know, for me, I'm not a huge soccer guy. So for me, the best thing about the World Cup is watching the dudes, like, fake the injuries and then later some other person on the internet creating, like, fake (laughs) animations, (laughs) you know, watch the guys fall over. That's the greatest thing Watching them get shot by snipers and they're like, ah. Exactly. Oh, God, why? I think the greatest thing about the World Cup are the uh, the women in the stands. Have you seen, like, the the videos and photos of the what ladies was a, there? What was the deal with, like, the short skirt deal and, like, people were angry? Like, the the some group, South African government? Yeah, ha- some group of women showed up that they were supposedly fans for a team, but it turned out they were actually, like, they were paid models to wear some shirt or something. I don't know what it was. Really? I hadn't heard this story. You didn't hear that? It was, no. it was like, the, the paid first, models. first few rounds. I'll see if I can find it for you. Did you see the uh, the girl who she's going to run naked through the streets? Yeah, that, that's <laughs> that's what's ridiculous about the World Cup is that like a, attention whores have a global stage now. <laughs> it's like there's some hot chick wearing a low cut you know top with a cell phone between her boobs, and now everyone in the world knows her name and yep. knows that she's from Paraguay and that and has seen and has seen naked pictures of her. <laughs> I seen and, and she will get naked again. Yes. And she had, she had the Axe logo on her boob. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I'm sure. So it was Axe. like Axe body spray? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Pretty awesome. Wow, dude. Or as they call it in the UK, Lynx. We're making that. I remember like a while ago, we're slowly making that transition over to sort of European sensibilities when it comes to advertising. What? We're, just, we're, just blatant sexuality? Yeah. Yeah. Which, hey, why I not? I don't have a problem with I don't that. have a problem with it either. I don't have a problem with anything. We have problems with it. <laughs> I made a joke. I, f- I feel bitter because I made a joke about uh, Jack making a map for Achievement Hunter that required the services of Lewis and Clark. <laughs> and yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we didn't talk that we're doing this late today because uh, my alarm didn't go off. Yeah, and by the way, I, I, I mentioned this. In the history of the world, no alarm has ever failed to go off. Like it's, it, you know, it, it's, you, know, you slip through it. You know, you know what probably happened? No, like, I've, 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 I've been working on this map now for well <laughs> over a week or so. And my sleep schedule is so messed up because I've been working on this thing, like, nonstop. I think what happened was I I woke up, and in a state of zombie-like trance, I turned off my alarm and immediately fell back to sleep. Yeah, that I believe. Like, but but what, people, what always happens is people offload the responsibility. It's not yeah. I turned the alarm off and went back to sleep. It's the alarm didn't yeah. go off. It's like you, everyone absolves themselves of wrongdoing. Yeah, my internal clock woke me up and it was like eleven, I think eleven ten. Then I immediately texted Gus like, "Shit, I'm sorry." We we had the deal when we were in L.A. where we had the rolling blackouts, and uh, yeah, I mean my alarm clock would. You know, it clear. You know what I mean. Yeah. In which you get the argument, like, how come you don't have a battery in your alarm clock? <laughs> to which my argument is, shut up. 
man. Or why didn't you, uh, uh, you know, set the alarm on your phone or something like that? Yeah. That was back before we had phones. Oh, okay. <laughs> back when phones were just used to talk to people. We, we just had to shout each other. Real when, loud. when you had to call the operator and give me and say like, "Give me twenty-five. Exactly. That's exactly right. We all fall, please. There you go. That's her. That's the the Paraguay fan. Cup. So everyone right now will be looking in their bottom left corner of iTunes. Still wants to get naked. How it would be nice to be that cell phone. Whoa. Women will never fully appreciate the power that they wield. Yeah. Like. All I have to do is take my clothes off and get international attention. I don't know how Gus did it, but Gus has like eight awesome photos of this girl already. <laughs> I mean, like, it's not my doing. I didn't fucking go take a picture. I, I, I know, just looked no. over up on the internet. Man, that's awesome. I love the internet. And it's funny. It's like for, for men, like if Jack took off his clothes, it would have like the opposite effect. There'd be a SWAT team here in like 15 yeah. seconds. I'd yeah. be hitting the, the alarm, the silent alarm in our office. Although I do believe out of the three of us in this room, Gus is the only one with a naked photo on the internet. Or as, far as, as far as I know. Were you sponsored by Axe for that? <laughs> <laughs> you got robbed. <laughs> it's, all, it's all in the timing, man. You had you done it during the I World should, Cup. Should have for the World Cup. <laughs> you should have waited for the World <laughs> Cup. You know, what's, you know what's interesting is um, the Ramses went on vacation again, and I was not asked to watch <laughs> their cats this time. Oh, hey, it works. <laughs> it works. So if, works you ever, perfectly. if you ever want to uh, get out of pet sitting for your friends or neighbors, just go get naked in their house and take a picture of yourself who, there. Who, uh, did they, do you know who they hired? No, I, don't, I don't know. That's too bad because it would be great to like get them to do the same exact thing. <laughs> like pose uh, naked in the exact same spot. I think they may have uh, hired a professional pet sitter. No. It's too bad they didn't hire that uh, girl from Uruguay. Yeah. Paraguay. Para- whatever. <laughs> Uruguay. <laughs> the, Paraguay. The blank way. Paraguay. There's two of them. <laughs> there you go. It's, it's like your little mnemonic device to remember. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so okay, so we know Germany is going to be in the World Cup, or not, not Germany? Excuse me, the uh, Netherlands is going to be in the Netherlands World Cup final. Verse, and our video says that Spain is going to beat Germany today, later today, which is possible. And we're talking about sports in the podcast. <laughs> no, 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 fuck it. People, people are people okay. are pure down with sports. So, uh, so who do you think? Do you think? Do you think either of the teams, Spain or Germany, yeah. could beat it's, the it's Netherlands? A, it's a shame, more importantly, because yeah. I think Spain and Germany, up until now, have probably Spain, Germany, and the Netherlands are definitely the, the three best teams of the cup. Okay, and of the three, I think Spain and Germany have had two best showings. So that's almost like the final to me. Okay. Uh, so I you, think either Spain or Germany could beat the Netherlands. It's just going to be a matter of they have to fight, they'll play each other first. All right. So I figure tomorrow we'll put up our World Cup prediction video. Uh, yeah, Does potentially. That, that sound good? Well, we you could also, also have to simulate the uh, the runner-up game as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Third-place game. Dude, those, people have been going nuts for those videos, You could too. probably put up videos using Grand Theft Auto. You know, of like the players from the World Cup that make mistakes, and then you could show them like getting run over by cars. <laughs> sure, like, this will be the prediction video for like you know for that dude who scored on his own team or whatever. That like happened? predicting the future. The, the, That's happened a couple, of, and they they're all dead, right, guys? <laughs> Aren't they? It doesn't happen every time, but it has happened in the past. But you, there's got to be there's got to be dudes dying every every World Cup, right? Uh-huh. That anger. Like Brazil, Brazil's out of it. You know that's like probably Wait, three know, or four deaths right there. I think Brazil fired their coach. You think that? I think but now when you say fired their coach, do you mean like he <laughs> doesn't have a job? Or did they light him on fire? Wait, was it a squad? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's, you know, they're calling right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, he's uh, he's still alive as far as I know. He was last seen entering the Amazon rainforest. No, you know, yeah, you know statistically you know, speaking, if you're like a soccer player in Brazil – like the insurance, the personal liability insurance for yourself has to be 
Huh. You know the players I would be concerned about the North Korea players <laughs> that that went live on their on the national TV for the first time ever and got destroyed zero to seven. And what was like their best player was like a guy from Japan. Is that right, Gus? Who's never seen North Korea before? <laughs> oh, right, right, yeah. That sounds about right. This sounds like a comedy to me, like well, having the North Korean soccer team. Apparently they came out and they said it was actually like a conspiracy to keep them out of the, the finals. Like, like there, was a whole, there was a whole article about it. Like North Korea, North Korea propaganda said that it was actually like uh, the West had like swapped their players out for worse players or something. It's something ridiculous. But huh. it's like, I would have liked to have seen your all. Your leader's always right. I would like to have seen all the different strategies utilized by all the North Korean players to try and like defect. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Any, how, how does any time a North Korean per, like citizen gets outside of the border, how do they not immediately just, like run? They're normally not allowed outside of the border. I know, but I mean, when they are, and though. they probably had handlers around them constantly <laughs> with weapons of some nature. Right. Well, I mean, plus also they'll do things like threaten their families that are still back home. Yeah, yeah. And be like, you know, yeah, you, you know, you even if you manage to escape, they're going to put your family and your extended family into like a prison camp. Yeah, and your neighbor, just for the right. habit. Our, uh, our and I think, actually, they, when they do that, they do that for several generations. Like, <laughs> if someone leaves, they put your family, they put your extended family in the camp, and then it goes on for five generations. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's a weird deal, you know, because it's like if you're a North Korean citizen and you've been had all that propaganda dumped on you from the day you were born, and you genuinely believe your country is the best country in the world, and yada, yada, yada. And then you go outside your country, and you look around, like, what's that process? Like, is there that moment where it's like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> well, you've seen those propaganda posters. All of, these like, people are eating. <laughs> you've seen the propaganda really? posters of, like, the, the U.S. soldiers killing North Koreans? Like, that they have plastered all over North Korea? Yeah. It's it's pretty it's pretty. You nuts, know, they, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but... Um, you know, I, I'm sure you know this part that like Kim Jong Il is like a big film film buff, and yeah. he's directed some movies in the past <laughs> and whatnot. But um, there there were for a t- for a while there were I want to say four U.S. soldiers who had defected to North that's, Korea. That's right. Yep. And they were always cast as the evil Americans in, that's in right. North Korean that's movies. That's right. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would always be like the, the evil American general or the evil there American was a, soldier. There was a 60 they Minutes. Were, they were really well known. Are they, are oh, they, yeah. They're famous. Are they yeah. still up there? I think two of, them, two of them are still alive. One of them had a kid, mm-hmm. you know, and the kid is just, I mean, it's like they're rock stars. Yeah. The, of the two that are still alive, one of them defected. And defected away he, from Oh, that's right. That's right. He, he defected, got out. He, that's he right. Got out. He, he got out. He defected back in Japan. And, this was only like and the years two ago. Americans hated each and they other. hated each other. Hated each and other. And then the other guy is still in North Korea. How is someone not made a documentary about this? I, I, they, they have. It's they on have. Netflix. You they can have. stream it. Oh, really? That, that's how I. That's how I learned about this. Oh, that's great. Uh, I'll yeah. have to look up the name of the documentary, but it's really good, and you, it's uh, it was available on streaming like six months ago. Well, like, is it Vice Online the the like internet thing where it's like it's like a uh, non biased yeah. news reporting? They had a thing about the movie studios in North Korea, where yeah. like a guy, it was like a like a five part series talking about like the North Korean movie studios. That was really really good. Yeah. Too. <laughs> that's the thing like if you're in a country like that the budget is basically divided into two things weapons and propaganda stuff <laughs> which is why they yeah. just have like movies and stuff and just it's ridiculous you gotta also have a piece of your budget set aside for like luxury items though like for a while kim jong-il was the world's largest importer of hennessy that's, that's awesome and, and, and giant he, sunglasses yeah and he also had a like a, a giant fleet of uh mercedes-benz I think it was Benz's. It's like whatever whatever ridiculous item that you can like derive from Western society. They all those guys have it. Yeah. 
You got. You got. I mean, that that that's what the whole system is based on. Is you have to have a core group of people who are you know taken care of in a very luxurious manner in order to repress everyone else. <clears throat> You, yeah. know, you have to have that core people who are incented to keep the system the way it is. Yeah, it's, it's within their interest, I guess, right? Right. That's how Cuba is, right? Uh, I don't know. Like, I wonder how they keep that like society going. Do you, do you think we'll ever see a, I don't think a quote Cuba... unquote free Cuba? Yes. In our lifetimes, yeah. yeah. I think in, it's, in it's, our lifetimes, uh... it, it's already swung wild. I feel like it's already swung wildly in the last five to ten years. It has, and uh, I think you'll continue to see. Well, that. They, like that was a talking point during. Like I remember Obama and Hillary Clinton debating that in the uh, the primary stuff, where they were talking about like, would you talk to, to Cuba about possibly? It's a, it's a funny thing though, right? Because it's like I mean, Fidel Castro is either dead at this point, maybe, or dying. I mean, who knows? You know, I guess they've mm-hmm. been making that power shift to his brother for a while now. But um, his brother's going to be old too, right? No, yeah, yeah, they have. His brother, I think, runs the day-to-day operations of Cuba. But the observation I was going to make is, isn't it curious that, like, this is happening at the same time, like, in North Korea and Cuba? It's like you've got these ailing, yeah. you know, uh, you know, godlike figures in their country who are, like, trying to transition the power away from themselves. To, is to is Kim Jong-il doing that? Yeah. He's trying to transition it to it one seems, of his it sons. It seems like in the in the world of dysfunctional countries, it seems like North Korea is way worse off than Cuba. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh which you know, well, it was, uh, Kim Jong Il was sick recently, right? Like he was but really sick. It's speculated that he had a stroke like two and a half years ago. I think. Wow. It must be. Oh God, I can't. I can't imagine the control over the media like that they have in those countries. I don't know if I've said this in the podcast before, but another document. I've, I've seen a ton of documentaries about North Korea, by the way. Another documentary I saw showed how, like every how every every dwelling where people live in North Korea. They all have like a speaker, like a radio in them with a speaker, yeah. and you can never turn the radio off. Like it's just constantly on and constantly it's giving so you funny news too, and propaganda. It's literally like a box on the wall has a little circle, right, right. with a little you know, it's, speaker. It's like, it's like the, the, if you were to like create one little icon of what like propaganda is, it's yeah. like a perfect. It's like when I went to elementary school. It was like it's exactly. like the speaker that exactly. the principal's announcements came over. It's in funny the too because they're always announcing what they're going to be having for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Chicken nuggets on the menu today. <laughs> Dirt. <laughs> that would that would be more funny if they actually had food in North Korea to feed their <laughs> citizens. But you know, well, yeah. this is an interesting topic of conversation for a video game podcast. <laughs> Dictatorship yeah, yeah. for the world. <laughs> I know. Right? If only they had like some sort of sim. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to reclassify us to go up against the McLaughlin group now. <laughs> well, I like, don't know what group they're in. Like the political thing. analysis and news. We got to take out NPR, right? So yeah. we got to start getting yeah, topical dude. and political. We got to start going after the well, NPR. How, how is it that NPR has <laughs> stuff in the games and hobbies category of iTunes? Do they like, really? They're the the juggernaut. Bill. Games, games and hobbies. Yeah, the wait, wait, don't tell me podcast is what, like. What games are they talking about? The, the the wait wait don't tell me podcast, and I think it's like a it's like a game show. Oh, they, I see. Right. So it's like the okay, well, that's boring. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's wildly popular apparently, more so than us. I can't uh, imagine why. Maybe we should. This, this, is what, this is what we should do. They're we should pro- come up with little puzzles. This is what we need to do. Come up with little puzzles every week. You know, and then we give the answer on the following podcast. <laughs> and then we have right. That's how it works. That's maybe, the formula. Maybe what we need to do is uh, start having fun drives. That you know, like <laughs> weeks of weeks of programming every year. Surely you guys have talked about Zach and what's going on with him. Uh, we no, have, we, we should. We have a little bit, but I think Bertie really wants to talk about him. Uh, yeah, what, what do we want to say? Do we want to go all out? I don't know. Should we talk about this? Yeah, sure. Why not? It's a podcast. All right. So Zach Anner 
is a kid from Austin, Texas. Uh, I think he's 24. And he is in this contest. It's the My Oprah contest, but your own show on the new My Oprah channel or Oprah's channel, whatever, her new TV channel she's making. And she's running a contest to uh, look for hosts for a, like for shows for her network. And uh, Zach Anner, who's this, this kid with uh, cerebral palsy, he put up a video and uh, and it's a really clever, funny video. Yeah, it's it's him talking about like what his show would be. Like initially he talked about he wanted to do a cooking show and then he wanted to do like a yoga show. And ultimately, it turns out he wants to do a travel show for people who thought they could never travel. And uh, his video is pretty damn funny. Yeah, and, he's a clever, funny guy. And it was one of those things that the internet caught wind of it and it exploded. Like uh, like Fark, Dig, uh, 4chan, all these sites caught it and sort of he became like their their beacon of who they wanted to see win. So these and votes it's, and it's coming. funny because a couple weeks prior to all this, we actually had him in one of our shorts. Yeah, yeah you can see him in the background. It's the trapdoor short. Yeah, yeah, he, he right. Yeah, he's in the background of the the restaurant when like, Jeff falls it, there, right? Yeah, it's funny because you only see it's it's so dumb. You know, I wish we had him more prominently featured. You know, but it's just we didn't. <laughs> you can see him it, for a split second. We didn't think just he was as be like an Jeff celebrity. and the thing. Well. He's a funny good guy. No, he's yeah. he's funny. Yeah, but, his video is actually really funny. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so anyway, so his video hit the internet and um, it exploded and it got a few like a couple million views and he had no idea what was going on and then he came back to town like he went to Dallas or something and his brother showed him the video and like he was like oh my god this is amazing and uh, like John Mayer like linked it in his blog. And then uh, Zach went and thanked everybody. And then John Mayer said, okay, you know, if you do get this show, I'm going to do the theme song for you. So it's like, okay, multi-million selling musician will do his theme song for his TV show. And uh, I believe he's, he's in the lead now by over a million votes, right? From what I can tell, he's 900,000 votes ahead. And it looks like the voting's done. They're just waiting to make the votes official. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's always a tricky process when it comes to the internet, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's always a tricky process. But, so Let's count the votes. And also what's come out now, what they're going to do is take the top five highest vote getters, and they're going to film a reality show with them or, awesome. or, or some sort of show with them. Like, Well, he's definitely got to be in there. Yeah, I mean, he'll like, be in there for sure. Him, him, Dr. – I mean, I can't – they have no way to sort the top vote getters, but it looks like him, Dr. Phyllis, and some Jacqueline chick. Let, let's see here. Let me see if I can look at it. But anyway – um. Yeah, and so congratulations goes to Zach. He's uh, he's a part of Lark the Beard, which is a group we work with every now and then. So, and uh, and then they put together a like sort of a demo of what his show would be. And so there's like a three part series on YouTube, sort of like of him and Austin touring around different Austin areas. Yeah, I saw the one where he went to the Capitol. It was pretty good. Yeah, he did the Capitol. He did uh, Mount Bonnell, which is pretty funny. And oh, I, did, I, yeah, I didn't watch that one. Yeah, and that's the one where uh, Chris had to drag him up the stairs. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I haven't seen the video. I, I, the, the Capitol one ends with them getting to Mount Bunnell, and then I, I, I didn't I didn't watch the next one. I don't think it was out yet when I saw that one. All right, here we go. We got the total votes. Uh, it's uh, Zach. It looks like Zach won with 9.1 million. Dr. Phyllis was number two with 8.2 million. Then Jacqueline with 7 uh, million. Stasia with 6.3. And something called Cornelius, Cornelius with 5.9 million. So those are the top five. And, uh, yeah, so now it says that uh, they'll be announced the top five – or they're going to announce the top five online finalists. And, uh, oh, they'll, they'll join 35 other finalists chosen from open casting calls and then do a sh- – then the producers will select <clears throat> 10 from this group of 40 to have their own show. So if Zach wow. doesn't win, something quite is horribly vet- wrong. Quite a vetting process. Yeah, yeah. So, so the internet gets to pick five. 
then, then, then the producers get to pick 35, yeah. and then the producers get to pick the, th- the 10. It's like, why even have the voting? Yeah. Why not just have a casting call? To me, they, it, sounds, be, it sounds like they should just have a reality show based on the pr- this process. I will be amazed if anyone from the internet voting gets gets through. Like if the producers get to pick the 10, what's the fucking point? Every reality show is about weird vetting processes. Yeah. I mean, that's all. I, I don't know. I'm willing to bet that Zach will make it. Just, just because of the goodwill he's earned. I mean, he's it been seems on. Seems like people are really, yeah, really behind. I him. mean, he's been on Fox News already. He's been interviewed on. Uh, he was on G Four. He's, he's done all kinds of interviews already. People approaching him to talk to him. So I can't imagine that they wouldn't bring him on. We'll see. I'm just very skeptical of the whole secret. Our producers can yeah. choose the well, cast process. Do you remember when they did that with uh, what was that? Uh, uh, what was that show? The comedian show, Last, the Last Comic, Comic Standing. Standing. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Drew Carey. Drew Carey and, and Brett Butler. I yeah. Think? They both walked off the show. Yeah. Because what, ha- what happened? They rigged. The voting, like yeah. the, the 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 comedian panel, was supposed to decide who went on into the house, into the house, like for the reality show portion. And none of the people they voted for made it through. It turned out it was the producers who were yeah. arranging. This it is all. a funny thing nowadays, where it's like basically, if you put something on the air on a cable channel, and it's like the cameras are handheld, and you're dealing with real people, you don't have to say. This is based in reality. The audience just assumes this reality. Right. Like you look at like the dude from Kiss, the Gene Simmons thing. That is all fixed. I, all that stuff. I, I, I don't know what to say. I was watching one episode of that um, a long time ago, and I was like, "Oh, there's my my buddy hanging out, a, bu- a buddy of mine hanging out with Gene Simmons." Like that's that's strange. I didn't know that he was friends with Gene Simmons. And I talked to him like two weeks later. He's like. Oh yeah, I got cast in this thing. And yeah. came- <laughs> so, you know, it's I- the episode where she, where the, where the wife wants to like get married, and so if he doesn't agree to marry, she's going to marry someone else. Like my buddy was that guy. <laughs> it's oh, like, okay. oh, I didn't know you were getting married to Gene Simmons' wife. Last, last summer in L.A., when uh, Bernie and Matt were out there, um, and I was living out there, that we had we had dinner at a place, and uh, like all of a sudden this crew kind of showed up. And they started setting up lights and everything. And they were sort of arranging the stuff for this one booth, and then the Kardashian sisters walked in. Nice. I was like they had prepped it for them. I was like, okay, here's our next scene, and yeah. then they are, they walked in yeah, and that, had their stuff. I, I've never I've never seen that Gene Simmons show. I, I, I watched one show once. I think we were on a commercial yeah, trip. I had, yeah, and like. It was like I think Gene Simmons was in Las Vegas, and his like kiss suit got misplaced, and the hotel had lost it. Uh-huh. And he's like walking around the hotel looking for it, and See, there's like a dude wearing his outfit, and a bunch of dudes like dancing around with him in the back, like in the in the innards of the hotel. And he finds him, and he's like, "Give me my suit." It's like, "Come on, what the fuck?" That was the like, thing. Like, really, I, these people found like, the suit. Any, any reality show that you're watching, it's like. You know, I'm kind of mildly entertained. This is sort of interesting. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. It was like the Survivor. Like, there was two shows on Discovery Channel. There was, like, Survivor Man. And the Survivor Man was, like, this Canadian guy uh-huh. who would go out in the wilderness and suffer. <laughs> he would suffer. There was, like, no food. Uh, he's out there for, like, a week. He smells. It's terrible. And then there was another show, uh, Man vs. Wild, which you watch this guy. And this guy was, like, an English Special Forces guy. And he would go out there and kick ass. He, was he would kick it, and it would be interesting. Interesting shit would happen to him. Oh, look at this. I, a halfway dead sheep. Well, less is convenient. I'll just deal with it. I don't even know what accent I'm doing right now. But, and <laughs> it would be interesting, interesting, interesting. It's sure enough, fixed. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it, just, it was too interesting. You know, it's like, I, I was, it's funny, too, because you watch those shows, you'd be like, man, this guy, this one English guy, that dude knows what he's doing. This Canadian dude must be just completely incompetent. No. Canadian guy was just actually doing it. Yeah. He, he didn't have help. 
There wasn't a producer off camera handing him water and beef jerky. And creating interesting <laughs> scenarios, right. which is – it's funny. Remember the show Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yeah. Where basically – I worked on that show for just a couple times. And basically, I remember the, the dude who was the producer, the lead guy. Basically, it's just like you said. It's like we would – there would be a restaurant and they would sort of – they'd have the camera set and they'd sort of talk the scenario. And then they would just kind of be in the moment and play it out, see what would happen. they play it out and they go, okay – Let's try it this way now. I'll say this and you say this and we'll go like this. Blah, 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 blah. It's funny now that we're to the point now where Kerber Enthusiasm, which is a narrative, mm-hmm. is basically almost the same thing right. as a reality. You know, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen the Kardashian show or anything like that, but, you know, who knows? You know, for as much as I love Kim Kardashian, you think I'd watch that show a little more often. No, I, think, I don't no. think I've ever seen that show. God, it's like I've, I've watched shows where it's like um, like Deadliest Catch, like I'm a Deadliest Catch uh-huh. guy. And it's like you watch Deadliest Catch and you watch Kim, the Kim Kardashian show. You know what? Just Let's just take Kim Kardashian and put her on a crab boat. <laughs> let's just, I want to see that show. That's the show I want to see. Let's just merge all, like the best aspect of every reality show and put them all together. God. I mean, it's like I, I, I watched Deadliest Catch. This week, like one of the, the dudes died he had Wait, a what he died it was oh it, are you talking about yeah deadliest catch uh captain phil if you watch yeah, the show yeah. he had a uh he had a stroke or something he had a, a heart stroke. attack or he had a an aneurysm stroke. yeah and it's like this is like i'm not sure the fourth or fifth season of the show or whatever and so you're kind of attached you know to the guy and it's like he's on a boat with his family you know his two sons and it's like and and you're watching some of this footage and it's like they do the sort of mtv thing where they've got sort of the sad heartful song going on you know and it's like captain phil laying in a bed and they got the the, the heartful song going on the sons are there and you're like and you feel you know to me it was like being punched in the face it's like wow this is incredibly powerful stuff but then you, you think you know I, I know what it's like to sit at an editing board and edit something and if you think some dude sat at an editing board going through raw footage of captain phil sitting in a hospital bed dying you know, and what's, what's, what's the most and heartfelt like, emotion? This is, yeah. this is, and it's like, okay, well, let's put this music over it. Yeah, that works. Yeah. It's like, is, God. This, is this shot sadder or is this shot yeah, sadder? Exactly, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? It's like, like the assistant editor that has to sit through all that raw tape and, and it, just watch yeah, every bit of it, yeah. log it all. And it's like, when you know how that process is, it's like, God, this is like heartless. You know, and then on top of it all, after that episode of Edward's Sketch, I'm passionate about it. They have a show, because they got a ring in on the ratings, they have a show called After the Catch, which is a show where they sit all the captains down and they talk about what was going on there. You know, and it's like, and it's like, they bring the sons and it's like, so, your dad died, huh? Hey! (laughs) You know, sponsored by Coors. It's like, you know, no! No, 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 no. I mean, I understand that that show was probably filmed, you know, six months, maybe a year after that had actually happened. But it's like, and, and you see this guy, you know, asking the kid, doing his best to try and make the situation not as horribly awkward as it is, uh-huh. you know, trying to light it up. And it's just like, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's rough. Yeah. It's rough. Anyways, not to get off on a rant. No, no, that's good. That, that's that's. That's what the drunk tank is for, Joel. <laughs> it's for rants. We made a podcast because we got so many rants in the office. They just had to get out to the world. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and it's just like uh, I can't help but for me, the podcast is nothing more than a vehicle that for like seven years from now, someone's going to pull out some audio footage of what I'm saying on the podcast. It's going to bite me in the ass. Yeah, That's probably. all that it is. It's just like, Joel, you're a hypocrite. See what you said seven years ago? <laughs> People change, man. People change. Just right. remember that. People change. I mean, I know, I know like any chance of like the White House is dead for me now. 
Yeah. <laughs> Boy, I'm not making that run. It's yeah, just not going to happen. That's gone. I hate to, hate to break <laughs> it to you. It's over. It's over. Um, oh, hey, hey, so uh, to sort of bring things to a, a circle here. Uh, so did you see the Justin Bieber World Tour voting thing on the internet? Yeah, I heard about that and saw that he's going to North Korea, apparently. Yeah, North, North Korea won. Oh, that Man, was Joel. Joel. <laughs> I thought there was a burst of static somewhere. I was like looking around like someone. Did you, did you read that article? Was was, there was an article or a video <laughs> leaking. It's not good. There's an article or video released by the Onion talking about how they like sort of manufacture stars. It's like you need these elements to like what? basically create. Why, why is it the is Onion? Justin That's Bieber. a real article, right? God bless the Onion, man. It's like the, Justin Bieber's is nothing more than like a result of one of those articles. I don't know. Is yeah, this, I mean, is, honestly, who cares? Why are you even talking about I, it? I don't. I don't care. know. Is this is what? Is this is what we're t- if this is where we're at as a society, maybe North Korea is right. <laughs> Jesus, we all need to diet. Did Just you stop listening to Justin Bieber? <laughs> did you all see that um, that video that someone from our site made, uh, Jedi Fan Four Two One, where you compared the original Red vs Blue DVD to the remastered I DVD? I did. I did. That was really really cool of them. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a great video. I got to make sure to link dump that. Yeah, God he bless took, that like, guy. took like our original footage and showed you how much better the remastered stuff looks next to it, like side by side. You know, it's shot for shot, and uh, it's 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 a great comparison, I think, for people who don't necessarily understand what the remastered DVD is all about. Shoot, I didn't realize how, how good it was until I saw it. I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that really is better. It's, it's shocking how like how different it is and how much You can see all the characters' facial expressions now <laughs> and understand exactly the motivation behind the it, scenes. It's crazy looking at the original like the original disc and how it's letterboxed and pillarboxed. <laughs> it's like you got like a tiny little rectangle of entertainment in the middle of your, in the middle of like a black galaxy. You know, you know what we should do to sell more of those DVDs is with every product that we sell just sell like a like a fr- like a cardboard cutout frame that just has like a postage stamp size so thing and just lay this over your screen and watch. This is what it's really we'll put pictures of that naked girl from Paraguay all over the the postage stamp exactly. portion. Exactly. So it's entertainment everywhere. So I'm, th- I'm talking to Jeff right now via AIM. He's in uh, he's in Edinburgh and he says Lafroig and I say hi from Edinburgh. Oh, okay. Well, that's sweet. So, well, we should go say hi to some lunch uh, here because I'm pretty hungry. Oh, Lindsay Lohan's going to jail. Yes, Lindsay Lohan's <laughs> going to jail. Thank you, Jack. No problem. That should that should be a contest. How long do you think she'll actually be in jail of the ninety days? I was guessing seventeen well, hours. Well, wait, really? Uh, that's too long. I was, I'm guess, I'll guess two hours. How, how does that happen? Uh, of ninety days? Yeah. Uh, how, I'm going to say. Wait, wait, wait. I'll, I'll say I'll say twenty three days. Nah, two hours. Twenty three of ninety days. How, didn't the judge say 90 days? Yeah, but apparently... Yeah. For, but she's been let out early before. Like This happens all the time in L.A. When, yeah. when you know someone famous gets booked and gets sent to jail, they'll get in, they'll process them, they'll leave them in a jail cell for 30 minutes and be like, all right, you can get out. Yeah. You know, I had a... Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, think I, had, I got another speeding ticket, and I was consequently in line yesterday at the courthouse to pay more fines, and somehow I wound up having to pay more. Oh, yeah? I guess because I'm not famous. Lindsay Lohan has like three DUIs. She's wrecked two cars. Didn't she hit somebody? And she broke parole. Or she broke her prob- uh, probation with her scram bracelet on like twice. And she's like, she'll get maybe a day in jail. If and, that. and did you see she had a uh, fuck you written yeah. on her nails? Yeah. During her court appearance yesterday. God damn, man. That's, that's who, just wrong. Who cares? Who cares? Well, it's just like if any of us, I went to, I spent a night in jail driving sober. And she's going to do all this, and she's fine. Whatever. She's a celebrity. 
That bugs me. That, that's I don't know. That bugs the crap out of me. Yeah. I, I, I'm just sick of hearing about her, and I'm sick of talking about her. I'm just I don't I don't care. I don't care. Just leave me alone. All right. She's uh, All right. Let's get some food. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about, Joel? I, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna do damage control on myself and stop talking. I'm gonna I'm gonna work on my maps more. All right. Cool. Well, uh, thanks for listening.